You're listening to the Borderlands Podcast. I'm Bethany. And I'm Eric. And we are so glad you guys decided to uh, take a listen to us today. I always want to say you're with us, but you're never with us. At Just heart. listening. At heart. <laughs> At heart. We're together there. Oh, but I'm, I'm glad that you guys tuned into this episode. Um, it's a topic that I've actually been thinking a lot about recently. I feel like I keep bringing like really like personal topics to our episodes because I'm like, just something I can't stop thinking about. But maybe that's relatable. It's the kind of podcast we are. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but we, we kind of want to talk about gifting and giving, sort of like the economy of exchange when it comes to that. So you give a gift to someone else, then they have to give a gift back to you of equal value, basically. If you give someone or a... Or greater value. Yeah, or greater value. That's true. So it's kind of like that that transactional relationship that we like feel forced to have i guess Mm -hmm. not really sure why (laughs) i think it's because it's all around us yeah you know i think this might be a tangent to start off look at that we're already jumping left i I think for me i I think it's we're in a season of humanity where everything is like a play on itself sometimes Mm. so like you look at fashion a lot of stuff that's like trendy now is like a play on something that was trendy in the 90s or the 80s or the 70s. That is so true. A lot of like what we do in transportation or what we're doing in academia, it's sometimes it is like a forward step. Sometimes it's a back step. But I also think sometimes it's like a play on itself, almost like a caricature. Yeah. Like it, it's almost like this. So I, I think this is kind of one of those things where it's like this is what the culture has been. This is what we've done. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how it, how it is. It's like if I give to you, I'm expecting you already to give back to me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know what, though? Like, I I love getting gifts for people. <laughs> like That's great. I'm, like, when it comes to Christmas, sometimes I don't even want to wait till Christmas <sighs> to have people open their gifts because I'm so excited. Yeah, that we're different. <laughs> That's fair. We're different. We're different in many ways. <laughs> We're different. I hate gift giving. Why? Because it, and it's because of this topic. Okay. Okay. So fair. it's not like I like giving a gift if I feel like compelled, like internally, it's like I want to give this yeah. and I get to give it. I love giving that. Mm-hmm. But stuff like birthdays and Christmas, like I cannot stand it. Hmm. And like now, I don't know if this is like appropriate or fair, but I don't love gift receiving either. Okay. Like, that stresses me out. <laughs> it stresses me out to open gifts in front of people because like I want to yes. have the best reaction possible. So they're like so like. Have you ever practiced your reaction? <sighs> as an adult, not as like a five-year-old. Okay. No, probably not as an adult. But like as a child, like before a birthday party, I'd be like, all right, Bethany, you have to smile really big. <laughs> <laughs> like in the movies when a guy is going to go ask a girl on a date, he's mm-hmm. like prepping it in the mirror, but yeah. it's like, <laughs> like I'm pretending to open a gift. It's like, <gasps> This yeah. is so exciting. No, I, all of it, like to like personally, like I am surrounded by people who give really good gifts mm-hmm. and I feel compelled to match that. You know, like yeah. you said, you, know, you give a gift to receive something in return. Right. You know, I, I feel like I need to give a gift, but also like I am self-aware enough to recognize what are good and bad gifts. So I often feel like I only can think of bad gifts to give what? to people. That's wild. Like I, if someone opens up a gift and it's really bad, like I know it. Like yeah. It, it's easy. I'm like, that's clear. But that's like, fair. Like if I know the person really well, I'm like, oh, they didn't love that. 
Oh yeah. You know. So like, I I under like I I get that, but I'm really bad <laughs> at going and thinking like, oh, what should I get this person for Christmas? Yeah. I'm. It always ends in I have absolutely no idea, or like. I'll, like I'll say something I'm like this is a great gift with Kaylee like we always right. go you know together I'm like this is a great gift and she'll look at me she said that's what we got them last year amazing you can't do that I'm like why not <laughs> it's a good gift see my thing is I also don't love when people like when it's like what do you want for your birthday and then they'll just be like they'll tell you exactly what you want and then you get them exactly that and then they're like they're surprised when they open it it's like I just feel like that's so I don't even like I don't even know what the word I'm trying to think of is but I love when someone will like surprise me with a gift that I wasn't expecting and that I didn't even ask for but it's like thoughtful mm-hmm. you know yeah it's not like oh I expected you to give me this and you gave me that and now that I'll have to give you back something right yeah <laughs> so I'm not against like gifts in general no like as a whole but like I, I think we're kind of talking about that plane a little bit above not airplane like p-o-a-n-e <laughs> you know the layer you know the plane above all of that where it's like I give, you give. Yeah. I give, you give. And so on a personal level, before we get into some more of our content, I don't even love that because the utilitarian in me, like I'm, it's like, why don't I just buy myself stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, if I'm supposed to spend X amount of dollars on you and then you're supposed to spend X amount of dollars on me. Aren't I basically buying myself this? That's the thought that runs through my head. Yeah. Like, didn't I just buy this for myself? Yeah. Versus like, you know. I want to get so-and-so this. Like, I, I want them to have this. Mm-hmm. And then I, in, in a small way, you know, sacrifice right. you know, that, that money. I buy it for them and I give it to them with no expectation in return. So we want to talk about that. Like, Just, how, yeah. do you, how do you move from, like, I give to get and I get and then give in a transactional way versus... What is giving and and what is receiving? We'll touch on that towards the end. And can I say, and I might be going a little off script here, but I was just thinking, Always. you know, <laughs> I don't think we even need to stay on gifts. Yes. Like agreed. you can have transactional relationships mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that kind of stuff where you're like, okay, I'm giving 100% to this person. So I'm expecting them to give 100% back no matter what they're going through or what the circumstances or, you know, whatever. So I think it can be applied to more than gifts. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to say this because then I want to unpack it. So you are totally right. And I think that's super interesting you know, to think about that dynamic in mm-hmm. our lives, like what either in gifting or in, you know, time spent with people or space, you know, what hospitality space have I made, you know, what transactions are there? But I, it made me think of, I feel like there's one relationship in life that is meant to be transactional. Yeah. That is often like flipped and that it's wanted to be like more than that. And that's work. Mm. So a lot of times or no, in every way, like you work for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes you like love what you do and you would do it for free. Right. But that doesn't mean you're going to like give the paycheck back (laughs) anyway. Fair. (laughs) Um, And then there's people who they do it because... This is this is my job and I need to sustain my family or myself or whatever. Right. And it's like it's a transactional thing. You know, there's a season where I was cutting grass and uh, my uncle-in-law, Craig, ran the business. He's a great guy. I enjoy spending time with him. But if he wasn't paying me, 
I wasn't going to cut grass for him. Right. <laughs> ever again. But that's why it's transactional. Like it's it's yes. money related. Right. It's not like relationship or like like emotion based. It's I would I would add uh, or I'd push I'd say it's commodity related. Yeah. Um, because some of those you know relationships aren't always money. Right. But it's a commodity. My time, my space. Yeah. My things. But what I was even further is I think a lot of times work wants the relationship with their workers to be more than just transactional. Mm-hmm. Like you should be here all the time because you just love this place so much. Right. It's like just work, you know, extra like everyone else is or like uh-huh. that means you don't care enough or. Yeah. And I think we've kind of flipped it where we've tried to made this like pseudo fake, like transactional, but let's make it better than transactional work experience. Then we have relationships and interpersonal interactions that are meant to be very just open free-handed and it's become rather transactional yeah and it like makes me sad because like i told you i loved gift i love gift giving (laughs) i don't know why that's so hard to say gift giving i don't know that was rough anyways i i really enjoy it um my favorite thing is when someone opens up their gift and it's something that like they haven't asked for, but it's something like you just know the person. So, you know, that yeah. like they would like that. And they just seem like so happy or so excited that like you're like, oh, like you thought of me or wow, you know me so well, like just that recognition. So I feel like for me, I'm like, I want to give gifts out of like love for that person and out mm-hmm. of like. Like, hey, I know you so well and I care about you so much that I want to do this for you. Yeah. And not expecting that to be given back. So I feel like you have to like recognize like the purpose Mm -hmm. behind your giving or like why are you giving in the first place? Are you giving just to receive? Yeah, I I think that's a question. So going back to the very beginning, Mm -hmm. why do we do this? It's kind of a cultural thing. Right. I think we don't ask those questions. Yeah. Why do we give? You know, what, what's the purpose behind it? And, and I think when we ask ourselves that, that's when we begin to see this a little bit. I feel like this could make people uncomfortable. Are you guys uncomfy? Like, I don't know, because I'm just thinking like, I'm like, how many times have I given a gift because either A, someone's given me a gift, so I feel like, well, now I have to give them a gift. Mm-hmm. Or... B, like, I give them a gift and I'm thinking, like, okay, like, I spent this much money on them. Like, I wonder, how, like, it's crazy how we do that. Like, we think, like, oh, are they going to spend that much on me? Or, you know, yeah. like, I'm not going to, I've had those thoughts. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. So it's just, like, it is kind of uncomfortable when, like, next time you're going out shopping for a present, think, why am I giving this gift? And don't blame us if you sprint out of the store because you're so <laughs> uncomfortable. I know. Yeah, I have so many words. I have no words. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's to me, I, I can't get past. It's one of those things that it's just, it's been like ingrained since. I know. And not intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's been one of those um, almost like picked up pieces of culture. Yeah. That like you give and receive. Yeah. And you give and then you receive, but not in like a Jesus way, in like a credit card way. <sighs> I was going to say, do you think we do that because, like, we're afraid of being, like, in debt to someone or in debt to something? Like, we think that we have something that's, like, owed or, like, like, because I feel like for me, uh, I'm going to go off on another tangent here. Um, When someone does something nice for me, I'm immediately, like, 
oh, now I feel like I have to do something nice for them because, like, I don't want to seem, like, spoiled or that, like, I don't, like, appreciate what they're giving me or, like, they did something for me, so now I feel like, like, if I do something for them, that's only fair. You know? I know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> I, I think, so I think a lot of this comes down to we don't know how to receive. Yeah. Rather than we don't know how to give. And I think that's a really big deal. Because if we don't know how to receive, then how do we know how to give? Mm-hmm. And I think we're really bad at it. I think we're really bad at receiving anything. Yeah. I am for sure. <laughs> I I think I actually prefer giving, which is interesting. <laughs> I also think it's a position of, it may be light and someone might argue this, but mm-hmm. I think it's a position of power. Mm-hmm. I have given this to you. And... That's different than I received this. Yeah. It's like, it might be something like in debt. Like I don't want to be indebted to someone or I don't want to look like I'm like receiving. What's the word? Like something for free. Oh, um, like a handout. Yeah. Um, Tell me I was going to be like complimentary. <laughs> I guess that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's like, I, I want to be the one who's powerful and able to give. Mm. Um, but I also think oftentimes it focuses, or at least our eyes, we yeah. focus on more tangible things rather than just like, I'm going to give and you know, pray the Lord sustains me and I'm going to receive yeah. and recognize the Lord sustaining me. I think the act of giving being like you're more like in control, like I always kind of want to have control over everything. So that yeah. is really interesting that. That kind of does make sense if I like giving more. I'm thinking about like receiving though. And for some reason, like when I receive things, like let's say like someone buys me a coffee in the morning okay. at work um, and I don't buy them like a coffee the next day, I immediately feel like guilty. Yeah. And it's like they were probably just doing something nice and they weren't thinking like, oh, you know, now I want a coffee tomorrow. Right. But, like, I feel so, like, guilty is really the only word I can think of, which I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> well, and, and I, I think we, like, it's kind of moving into the, like, we're not a gift-giving, uh, I don't think we're a healthy gift-giving and gift-receiving culture. Mm. We're an exchange culture, not a giving culture. Yeah. And we give in a way that's an exchange. Yeah. Rather than giving and receiving in a way that's without any expectation yeah you know because i i was i was driving today and i was thinking about this podcast and i was thinking about like i I just went to lunch with a friend and uh, they've paid for me in the past um, but i didn't have money to pay for them so i made sure i paid for myself this time yeah i didn't pay for them and i thought i could have paid for them and then my mind's like well what if we do like in every other thing like i'll pay for him then he'll pay for me and i was like doesn't that just end up you guys a, paying for each other. Or paying for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it turned into an exchange rather than, well, we usually pay for ourselves, but I want to give him the gift of a lunch today. Yeah. And, and like, I could just see my mind went straight to, well, we'll just exchange it. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll just alternate because it's the courteous thing. We think that's fair. We think that's like equal. Yeah. And I think proper giving and proper receiving is not equal. Yeah. I think about 
like probably the least transactional relationship ever is like between us and the Lord. Oh, you're you're right where my head was going. <laughs> because we can never equal the amount of grace, love, mercy that the Lord has given us. Like there's no way we can match that. I feel like we try though. Yeah. No, like you're totally right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not playing devil's advocate either. But I, I feel like you're right, we can't, but then we still try. Right. Like we're gonna volunteer and do all this or we're going to make sure we do X, Y, Z and we check the boxes and a lot of stuff we've talked about before on this podcast, but I, I feel like we try to return the Lord's gift rather than saying Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. It's like we try to earn it and we can't. Like the reason Jesus died is because we could not earn it. <laughs> not because we didn't earn it, because we can't earn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and I, I think sometimes we like we try to be like, well, how many good deeds can I do? Because that'll like win me some favor, you know? Hmm. It's just not how it works. It I mean, me... don't do bad things, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the opposite. <laughs> it makes me think of the concept of um, receiving the kingdom as a child mm. because even when they are anointed, children can't be king. Yeah. Like there's always a steward in like a three-year-old is not going to become king. Right, until uh, they're of age. Right, there's a yeah. steward until the time. And, but, but God doesn't say start in the kingdom as a child and then grow up into royalty. He says, receive the kingdom as a child Mm -hmm. and children are 100% receivers in a rude way. You could call them freeloaders. (laughs) Freeloaders. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, But like that, that's what we all were and are like, if you're, if you're a kid listening to this way to go, Um, (laughs) but that's, that's what we all were. Yeah. You know, when I was five, I did minimal to bring value mm-hmm. to my family yeah you you can't really repay your parents for how much they actually like took care of you not in a transactional way right but like i can give the gift of my love yeah and the gift of my presence and joy mm-hmm. but i'm not going to be able to repay my parents um the portion of rent or the mortgage <laughs> you know the portion of the mortgage payment yeah that was for me or the meals that they paid for and i think we often think of like adult to adult relationships when we're thinking about the Lord, mm-hmm. when we need to think more adult to child relationships, when we think about mm. ourselves with the Lord, with us being the child. Yeah. Well, I kind of figured. <laughs> I but... know, but like it, sometimes you just got to yeah. say it. We're like, the Lord is giving to us. Yeah. And we just have to receive sometimes. Yeah. And like, it's still important, I think, that we give back. Obviously. Yes. yes. But I... I heard this story once. Um, one of my managers from work, she's trying out a few churches around the area. She said she went to this church and, you know, there were just a couple things that like, not like were terrible, but that she was just like, I don't know if I really agree with or feel okay with. So, you know, they're just trying out places. And she has some kids, so she wants like, a good youth group, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and she said... The one thing that really bothered me is at the end of the service, the pastor was talking about, you know, giving tithing, giving an offering, all that kind of stuff, which is so important. Um, but he was kind of just talking, you know, like visitors, you, you know, don't feel led to give, you right. know, you're here, it's it's fine. And I guess he talked for like 10 minutes about like how you don't need to give. But then he said, but the more you give, the more you'll be blessed. <coughs> 
<laughs> which is just the Lord's blessing will always outgive whatever we can. Like, there's no way that we can match that. Which is just one of the reasons why that statement is bad. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and so I don't want to, I don't want to minimize like, God multiplying what we give. Oh, and, for know, sure. Like that, that's a big thing. That's another conversation. Okay. Yeah. So recognize we agree. Great. Put that in a box for mm-hmm. now. Like let, let's keep going here. Um, so be, because of my role in the church as a pastor, I, and some of this is just because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm really up on like new authors and new books because I'm a learner. Uh, Cause I love learning and thinking about the church. Like that's just like where my head always is. Yeah. So if I can get my hands on a new book, I will. Um, and there was a book that came out, I think this year, if not the end of last year. And in it, the pastor talks about like mission in the church Mm -hmm. and literally the first chapter, uh, it's a book about church growth, which always scares me to begin with. (laughs) Um, but the beginning of the book, he says, church growth begins with mission, not worship. And (laughs) I love your face (laughs) that you made, um, and Sometimes I wish we had video in here. <laughs> oh, one day, one day, you can see the eyebrow raises and the squints. Yes. Um, and when I saw that, it it didn't strike me because, ironically, the day before I had seen the book, I actually gave a message at another church about this, hmm. and I it was crazy the yeah. coincidence, and it it showed me how much sometimes. Or oftentimes the church is bought into this transaction mm-hmm. mindset and like, okay, we'll go into mission, which is I'll give to you. You come and give to us and be part of our community. We'll go and give and we'll receive and we'll give and we'll receive yep. rather than I'm going to worship the Lord first. I'm not saying mm-hmm. get rid of mission, but I, I think worship is first Yeah, and mission is second because going back to your question, why do you give? Like every time we've like almost answered it, it's been like because we want to mm-hmm. and because we love or yeah. care or of a version of that word. Right. You know, whatever that is appropriate for your context. You, know, you may not love every coworker, but you might care deeply for them, you mm-hmm. know. And when I, I saw that I'm like, okay, you're you're missing the point. Like mission first jumps straight to giving an exchange. Worship first goes into, I love the Lord, and that's the most important thing. And out of that, Mm -hmm. we can give. Because if you are so focused on the mission without having the worship, then, like, the heart is missing. It's missing from that. Why are you you focused on the mission if you're you're not worshiping the Lord first? Like, why? That's obligation then. Mm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. <laughs> I feel like I've asked that 1,800 times this episode. I think you made a, like, you, you took a this podcast on a bridge somewhere. Sorry, my bad. You know, and, and I think, yeah, it begs the question, like, yes, relationships with others, but in our relationship with Jesus, how much of what we give is out of obligation? And we may not say it is, our yeah. pa- and our pastors may not ask for it, and they may even say, we don't want you to give out of obligation. Mm-hmm. But how would you feel if you just received what the Lord had to give you and you didn't give back? Mm-hmm. 
I even think of it in like the context of like when we used to pass around the offering plate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if the person next to you put money in, like, and then you don't, are people going to look at you different? As a kid, would you watch and see what other people put in? Oh, 100%. Oh, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's like three ones. <laughs> oh, they put in a 20. I remember I'd get like money from babysitting and I'd put like a couple singles in and be like, that's half my allowance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But like really, you know, like when it's it's such a public um, thing mm-hmm. of giving, like sometimes maybe there's judgment. So you're obligated to give then. It's not coming from a heart of, you know, gratefulness then. Yeah. So our church, we got rid of the plate because of COVID. Right. Um, but there was a church I went to in college, obviously before COVID. And they did they never passed a plate. Mm-hmm. Um, they never even had an offering time before like Every two or three weeks at mm-hmm. the most, in a single sentence before his message, the pastor would say, hey, don't forget, there's an offering box in the back. That's all he'd say. <laughs> wow. And the reason he said that, which there was a few, a strand of a few weeks where the offering was really, really, evidently really, really poor. Yeah. And so he brought it up. And then the next week he apologized. He's like, I'm really sorry because the offering last week was actually incredible. So Aww. my bad, everyone. <laughs> Uh, but he was like, we exactly what you're saying. We want this to be like a gift to the church, you know, something that you're giving to the Lord, not out of obligation, not because people see you or are watching you. And I love that. That's what where we've kind of shifted. Um, even if it was unintentional, it's like we have a box in the back and you can give online, mm-hmm. and no one knows except the Lord, right? And I mean, if you put like your name on an envelope, like the church knows for like the tax purposes, yeah, all that. that's but, fair. Like, it's not like a public thing. Mm-hmm. It's become a more private thing. and Because you're giving to the Lord. You're not giving because Sue down the block gave 50 bucks. Now you feel like you need to give 60. Like, yeah. You're giving to the Lord. But like, that's like an act of praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a lot tougher it, it makes than we want it to be. It makes yeah. me think of um, the story that Jesus told where he said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm supposed to, which you can't, but I'm supposed <laughs> to even keep this like a secret from myself. Yeah. Let alone like everyone else. Right. And I, I think, I think we've kind of unearthed a piece that's part of like all of this exchange is we don't want to be the one who's not seen as the giver. How much of this is image driven? Oh yeah. Like, oh, you gave me a gift. Well, look, I'm giving you a gift too. Or like, oh, did you see what I got? So-and-so. Yeah. Have you heard that before? Yeah. Like, oh, tell them what I got you for your birthday. Yep. <laughs> How about you just tell me? Right. <laughs> I do think, though, I think that's maybe where some of, like, my, like, guilt comes in. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be seen as, like, selfish. Yeah. You know? Like, if I'm just accepting and I'm not giving back, you could be like, wow, you're ungrateful. Or, like, I can't believe you didn't get me something. I got you this great gift. And I put a lot of thought and care into it. You know, you obviously don't care about me. Or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, there's so many negative feelings attached to like not immediately giving back. Yeah. It it comes down to how is the relationship? What is it built on? Yeah. Is it built on favors? Is it built on respect? Is it built on love? Right. And mutuality. Hmm. I think that's again too, like where, where's the heart of, where's your heart at and how you're giving? Like, if you are giving out of love, 
and the other person's accepting out of love, there's really no negativity there. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're giving out of obligation and the person giving back is also giving out of obligation, then. It's a burden. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's a terrible burden. <laughs> Eric hates gift giving. I can't. I, I... Again, I like giving gifts when I'm giving a gift. I yeah. often feel compelled to give a gift. And that like makes me want to not give other gifts. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten a gift you really didn't want? All the time. Okay. This but is... not from you, my lo- my beloved family or friend. <laughs> like never. Never. Some, <laughs> someone else. You don't know. Um, they don't live here. Okay. I might be putting you on the spot right now, but okay. do you remember? You don't have to. It doesn't have to be like a family member that if they listen to this, they'll know, oh, shoot, I gave him that gift. But what is the worst gift you've ever been given? Worst gift? Um, I was like 13 or 14. So I was like, I don't remember the exact age, but I was like old enough to where I, I asked for my own PlayStation 2 for Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like that age. Okay. That's fair. And I was given a paint by numbers. Oh, book oh and i was like what the heck is so this? close you know like <laughs> really close <laughs> like oh no my least favorite gift and there is video or no there's um photo evidence of this um my brother brings it up constantly every christmas um my parents one year got me a sock monkey hat and okay. i was like 13 or 14 probably <laughs> And it was like, you know, those like old, the monkeys with like the big red lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those and mm-hmm. literally a hat that came down like little string, little pom poms. Um, and I wore it once on Christmas and then I threw it in my closet and then I think I gave it to Goodwill 10 years later. <laughs> nice. That's so, perfect. Poor, poor sock monkey. Hat. <laughs> but no, the only reason I asked is because I feel like. Sometimes we also, like, when receiving things, like, maybe we don't want to receive them. Or maybe we receive something that, like, we thought was going to be something else. But, like, mm. actually, you know, someone gives us a sock monkey hat or something like that. I'm thinking a lot about kind of just, like, the Lord and the blessings that he gives. So, okay, before we actually... <laughs> you turn too too quickly into, like, this is actually a real conversation. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's Okay. <laughs> Like my parents used to play on that. So the other reason why I hate getting gifts is because I don't like disappointing people mm-hmm. because I'm very good at guessing what my <laughs> gift is. So I'm very I difficult to surprise. Too. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. so difficult to surprise. Because, that is so true. Because like I will be the person that remembers the conversation from eight and a half months ago yep. where I mentioned this one thing. I'm like, oh, it's that exact size. It's the right weight. Yep. I know what this is. And I open up and that's it. And they're like, are you surprised? I'm like, I guessed. You're and like, like, I'm totally surprised. Haley hates it. Oh, I know she does. <laughs> she, she's all but removed surprises from my gift giving, which I am fine with. <laughs> but like I'm recognizing like there's a little bit of a game to it. So like I remember as a kid, my parents would like wrap me, not fake gifts, but like they would wow, do things to like good. Der- derail me. So yeah. I, I actually did ask for a PlayStation 2 when you're growing up mm-hmm. and like I knew it. I knew the weight, and I knew the size, and I just, it was like one of those innate things. Like, yeah. I just knew. Like, I wasn't like, you, you can't like hold them at the it, store. You were like, that smells like a PlayStation 2. Well, like, and I don't <laughs> shake gifts because I'm like, well, really, my head's like, what if I break it? But <laughs> I don't shake them. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I remember I got a gift, 
and I opened it up. I was, I grabbed it. I'm like, this is it. Yeah. I got a PlayStation 2. And it was paid I'm by so numbers. excited. <laughs> no, my parents would not give me one of those. Um, I opened it up and my parents had given me like a movie or like a pair of socks and a larger box with like two wood blocks in it to <gasps> weigh it down. That to is make it mean. heavier. And I was so upset. Oh my gosh. And I, I mean, I unwrapped PlayStation 2 like 10 minutes later. That's hilarious. I want to be your parents when I grow up. (laughs) But yeah, I I think I I bring all that up because it kind of feels like a game. Yeah. Like I have to play the game. I have to accept the gift. I have to be surprised by it. That's what I'm saying. You kind of have to practice being surprised. Yeah, I have to like engage it rather than... I don't think Jesus cares about surprises all the time. No. I think he does surprise us. Yeah. But like he surprises us not by like... Oh, here's what you wanted. Surprise. Mm-hmm. It's more hey, like, Lord, I want $10 million. All right, here you go. Right. It's more like you didn't even know that you wanted or needed this and I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Like, that's a surprise from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there is no economy of exchange for that because I wasn't even asking for it. Yeah. It's like, no, Lord, I, I wasn't asking for you to. Like, how whatever. would I give you this back? anyways or how would i try to return the favor like there's no way yeah, or even if i'd like tried to work for it ahead of time like i'm gonna do all this and the lord's gonna like give me that in exchange like right. i do all this and then he gives me like i'm working for a or b and he gives me d m <laughs> sure <laughs> you know like something totally different yeah you know that's totally outside of that exchange that's that's love and understanding mm-hmm. and knowledge yes yeah, sorry i cut you off because you were going into this is how our relationship with the lord goes no, it's okay. I, I started thinking about something when you were talking about that at the end, actually. This is kind of like a personal story, but I was just, I was having a rough day yesterday. I don't really know what it was, um, but I was just sitting on my couch <laughs> and I was talking to the Lord and I was like, I kind of do these things, which your wife actually started me on. They're called like, I think they're called like guided prayers or something like that. Oh, yeah. Basically, like, you imagine, like, the Lord sitting in front of you kind of thing. And then, you know, you kind of ask him, like, what do you have for me? Or what should I do next? Or what do you need to tell me? Like, questions like that. So I was just, like I said, in a terrible mood. And I didn't know how to get out of it, really. <laughs> I was just kind of like, all right, I'm going to talk to the Lord. Let's let's see what's going on here. And I wasn't really expecting, like, for like a groundbreaking thing. Right, right. But I was just like, you know what? It's better to pray than just sit here and be sad. So. (laughs) (laughs) Good outlook. Yeah. So, you know, talking to the Lord, whatever. And I was just like, like, Lord, what do you have for me? Hmm. And he just like held out his hands and like had a pencil. Hmm. And I just wrote for like an hour. I love that. And it was amazing. It was so great. I, just to let you all know, um, I, I've talked about being a journalist major before, but I have not written in, in a very long time. Um, probably just because of being busy and a lot going on, but mm-hmm. it's like definitely one of the most cathartic things for me. So I just wrote for so long and afterwards I was like, wow, like I didn't even realize like how much that actually helped. Yeah. And like, there's no way I can repay that. Like, <laughs> There's no way I could work up to that. <laughs> I, I think that is exactly what pushes back against that story of that pastor. Mm-hmm. Like the more you give, the more you're going to receive. Yeah. Like you, 
you don't know what the Lord's going to bless you with. Right. Like give out of your heart and he'll give out of his heart. Yeah. And that's so cool. That's so good. Yeah. So it was, it was really great. But I do think like kind of how we we're talking about like you might, you might get gifts that you don't like love. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the Lord could bless us in a lot of ways that we might not be expecting and might not necessarily even like enjoy when we're going through them. Like the Lord all of a sudden mm. might be like, okay, actually I need you to go down this path. And it could be full of, you know, blessings and joy and creativity and peace and all of that kind of stuff. But at the time we'd just be like, why am I, why am I changing paths? I don't want to. It makes me think of, so my mind is on a big Lord of the Rings kick right now. Oh, of course. <laughs> it is. Um, and I, I haven't watched them in like a few months. Okay. So it's not like I just watched it yesterday. I'm like, this is what I'm every about. single day, Eric just goes home and watches Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Piecemeal every day. I watch something. Um, but in the, in the prequels, which came out later, it's the Hobbit mm-hmm. and it's all about Bilbo. Great story. Um, I'm going to spoil it because this story was written like 80 years ago. Um, the journey is difficult. It's like three movies long. You know, it takes, I think like 13 months or something. And like you watch the movie and it's, or read the book mm-hmm. and you just see how difficult this journey is. There's like near death experiences and, you know, he had to give away all of these comforts and right. he's so far from home. And then you get to the end and it's like the story that he loves the most about his life. Yeah. And I think so often when we, like we exchange, we exchange for something that we think is good. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, Lord, why am I changing paths? Well, maybe you're changing a path that is a bit more risky, a bit more treacherous, a bit less secure than the one you're on. But maybe when you get to the end of it, you're going to look back and say, that was a blessing. Yeah. But we we can't see that far ahead. No way. If we can only see the step in front of us and the Lord is calling us two miles away, like... That's scary. It's It takes trust. Yeah. And it takes trust that the Lord is going to give on our behalf mm-hmm. and not that we can work our way to the end of the path. Yeah. We can't make it there on our own. No. And just like I think we're terrible at receiving like person-to-person gifts, mm-hmm. we're really bad at receiving gifts from the Lord. Yeah. I, I say we collectively Yeah. Um, for this culture um, and also me (laughs) i mean i am too there's there's so many times where i'm like lord i don't understand why i've been given this 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 like i haven't done anything to deserve it like i think like i have to deserve it which is none of us really do (laughs) no at the end of the day (laughs) no and, and i think there are pieces of there's things that the lord gives that requires a lack of exchange, mm-hmm. like mercy. Yeah. Mercy is in its nature inequitable. Mm-hmm. It's forgiving what, like, equity is you made a big mistake, now you got to cover it, and I'm not going to make it worse. And I'm just going to accept it and move on. Yeah. Mercy is you deserve this, and I'm not giving it to you. And grace is you don't deserve this, and I'm going to give that to you. Yeah. And, like, so they pair together, but they have to be gifts. Yeah. By their nature, they have to be gifts. Right. And you're not giving. There's no way to like replicate that or like 
like the Lord is merciful. Like we can show that to other people Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. But sometimes we just have to accept it and realize that like, like again, I know we've talked about this, but like gifts are coming out of love and like the person who loves us the most is the Lord. Mm -hmm. So we know his heart. We know where that's coming from. We know it doesn't have to be reciprocated. It makes me think of the story of Jonah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is a story about Jonah, but I think it's a story about Nineveh. Yeah. And how it's a city that is awful. And the Lord once calls them to repent. And Jonah wants it to be uh, a culture of exchange. Mm-hmm. Like they've done bad. They deserve to receive bad. Yep. And he, he, in the middle of the story, he says he doesn't want to go because he knows God is merciful. It's like, I know you're going to forgive them and I don't want them to receive it. And too often we need to exist the way God and in their part, Nineveh exists in like the repentance and saying, okay, you're right. Like, yes, let's turn back towards the Lord. But too often we're Jonah. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to give and receive in accordance to what I've given rather than allow myself to be subject to all the blessing that the Lord is going to receive that I can't account for. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to the beginning, but <clears throat> that also just makes me think like, then should we be giving more like how the Lord gives and not expecting to receive? Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. We should be giving out of an open hand, out of, you know, gratitude and gratefulness and just compassion for others rather than saying, okay, I'm going to give to you because I know you're going to give to me back. Mm -hmm. And that will further whatever societal thing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) makes this so. But just like the act of giving because you want to, because you care, because it's what the Lord would do. Because it's what the Lord did. Yeah. And does. Right. Yeah. No, you're on point. You're right on it. Hmm. Did I change your mind about giving gifts? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Darn. No. But I, I again, I think that's the difference. Like, I don't want to play the game. Yeah. But I want to give a gift. Yeah. And that that's where that's where it is. I like I'd prefer to give off occasion then because it's the time to give a gift why yeah that's fair <laughs> i'd rather give out of love so yeah th- there's so much there so much more that we could unpack but uh, we, we want to wrap it up here we'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast so you Please. get notifications whenever it pops up on your podcast app or on spotify also follow us on lava follow us on lava <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. We're trying to add more content to that page um, little by little uh, as we can. Uh, and then share this podcast. If something struck you in this episode, share it with someone else and say, hey, listen to this. Let's have a conversation about it. Like we, we need to talk about this because I would rather live in a relationship of love rather than exchange with you. Mm. Um, yeah. And take that to the Lord to ask him, how can I live in love and not exchange? That was a good one. That was. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Borderlands podcast. Talk to you next time.